0: In this podcast, we feature David Milanis, host of the Something On My Mind podcast, and he's also the author of I'm Not Flipping Burgers When I'm 70, as well as a financial coach who provides comprehensive planning for budgeting, debt management, home ownership, and tools to invest for the future. So welcome, David. Thank you very much for having me. It's our pleasure. So, David, let's talk about... Your podcast, Something on My Mind. Well, I mean, what is what is it? What, what's on your mind?
1: It doesn't necessarily indicate personal finance, but that's what it is. And uh, this is a show that was started in April 2020 uh, with my wife originally. And um, I wrote a book on finance, as you mentioned, in the past. And my wife uh, is a COO of a uh, high net wealth management firm. So together during this COVID, we thought, well, we put this together because we just wanted to give back and help people. Um, So what we decided to do is um, maybe take a unique take on it. Um, And what I'm trying to say is that um, because I have a background and she has a background where when I met her, she had negative $1,200 in the bank. She was abused, bankrupt, homeless prior to meet me. And so I had, again, the budget side of life, but the whole point is when we got together, we had to start from scratch, we had to build up again. I came off a divorce, and so um, I got wiped out in the financial crisis um, a lot in a lot of ways, and so we had to rebuild. And so over time, we have seen the worst, and we've also you know eaten dinner in billionaires' houses. We've done everything. So meaning, because we've seen everything, It's a great show because we have the experience and the knowledge to present to people no matter who they are. And we're able to talk about all things finance where I think other shows might not be able to do that. And I think that's the um, the, maybe the difference in what we do.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my next question, David, on how your podcast would be different than other personal finance podcasts. So, you know, you've really seen it all, but maybe there's something else for people, too, something else that would draw them and engage them on the uh, Something on My Mind podcast. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, for example, a lot of podcasts or a lot of um, the financial people out there who are famous for what they do, and and they're very good at what they do. Um, They're all about, Hey, you have to pay this off. You have to have no debt. You have to do all of these things in order to be successful. And that's true. And we, we subscribe to that. However, our show for one is that we know that most people aren't like that. So we deal with reality with what people might be having now. And we provide them information so they can use it for better tools to maybe get there. So we're not going to go beat you up and then tell you, you got to go do all these things. We're going to tell you, this is the information that you can have. And then you can take these pieces and build up to it. Um, and I also think that, um, you know, the uniqueness of the husband and wife make, uh, uh, makes it actually for fun. We actually do this on a fun side of things. Um, we don't do just all finance on one topic and just, you know, kill the show off. Because honestly, personal finance is daunting and can be boring to people. So, we do want to make it fun. So we have an icebreaker in the beginning. we go through our finance piece in the middle, and then we do a little little fun exercise at the end that everybody could participate in. So the whole goal is is that we don't get any any side of negativity of life, anything too much out of like news. We don't get into that really. We want you to listen, get some information, feel like you're having a beer with us at the pub and and then you know what you're done with your drive from work or something, and then hey, it's over. and then we find that overall that there people really like the format of the show because they Um, They don't have to listen too long, but they're learning something. They're getting nuggets and they can take away something, but they're having a little fun at the same time.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of takeaways, David, I mean, what would you say for our listeners here, if you had to tell us or determine what the biggest mistake was that people make with their money, what would you say it is?
1: I think the biggest mistake, one is they don't budget. Uh, two thirds of all people don't have a budget or manage it. 75% of people live paycheck to paycheck. And when they hit 65 years old, they can't afford to retire, which means they are forced out or um, they're sick. And so that's not a good spot to be in. That's number one. But number two, it's kind of like a, uh, like a one and one A is that um, you have to care. And most people just don't care because if they did, they would, they would actually go budget because there's tools out there. You don't need my podcast. You can go buy a book. You can go to the internet for free and go figure out how to do it. But if you don't care, um, you just won't get the results. And I would look at it like this. If you're in a uh, high schooler and you're taking calculus and you don't like it, the odds of you performing well aren't as good. And so therefore, I mean, the result of your, your grade might not be as what you would like, like it to be, right? Ideally on your report card. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you really have to care about it. And so when somebody has the same passion in their hobby or their sports car or their job, if you will, You need to put that kind of passion in there because it should be one of the pillars of your life. And that would go along with friends, family, career, health, relationships, religion, if you follow one. It should be one of these pillars with it. But most people don't put it there. And then eventually when you start playing with fire, you get burned. And down the road, most Americans, even actually globally, they get burned and they end up in a spot they don't want to be in when it's too late.
0: And do you think that the recent pandemic has changed all of this for people? I mean, the workforce, how we spend our money, how we spend our time. How do you think the pandemic has really changed the way that Americans are looking at their financial lives?
1: I think corporate, big corporate companies, the people working there didn't get as, as affected because you can work remote, but that is part of the one equation. The other one is like the service economy. So if you're someone who pushes a broom or weighs a table, things like that. They were affected. 40% of all restaurants are probably going to close if they haven't already. And so um, what well, what did happen is that unemployment got extended. The government gave employment. And so what happened is they put this what's M1, M2 money supply into the system and stimulus checks. So people in these industries were getting money and there's a, a number of them who make more money unemployed than they did when they were working for, say, the restaurant. Um, now that ended in, on Labor Day. So now you're seeing people maybe having to go forced into the labor force. But what happens is people thought, you know, wait a minute, um, maybe I'm going to change my tune. So someone might say, I'm a little older now. and like, I don't want to go back to this crap anymore. That's how they feel. Like, this is too much for me, too much pressure. So they retire or they go off and do something else. Other people say, listen, I'm going to go in the workforce somewhere else. And so I'm going to try another place that might, give me something as a change that I would have never done unless this happened. Unfortunately, as much as the pandemic's a bad thing, but usually when things go bad, you get the Phoenix and the ashes. And this is what happened. Um, Mm -hmm. but I do think overall, from from a perspective of anybody working, if you have any job that now allows you to have more flexibility to work from home or have like a, um, like two day in or out, or, you know, maybe three days in or out, whatever it may be, even the biggest companies like Apple are allowing that now. So people are like, listen, I can save time driving to work. Um, I can save stress. I can, you know, and there's so many advantages from staying at home. And so they feel the value of spending time maybe in their own place and with their family. And now they're, they're holding out for more or they're going to go somewhere else. And so that's why right now there's more jobs available than people to actually fulfill them. So I think you're going to see a big shift in the next, you know, five or 10 years where you might not have as many people in corporate offices. They're going to have the ability with more flex time that we've always talked about in this country is, do we really have work-life balance? So maybe this will achieve some of that.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's some really great insight, David. Thank you for that. And you can get much more of David's insight along with his wife as well on the Something On My Mind podcast. And you can locate that by going to their website, which is somethingonmymind.net. That's where you can listen to the show. You can purchase merchandise, you can read blog posts and get further financial education. And you can also listen to the show on all podcast streaming platforms on social media as well including TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's at S-O-M-M dot podcast, at something on my mind, S-O-M-M dot podcast. Also, you can watch it on YouTube. So, David, you guys are everywhere, and thank you for being here with us today.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: And thank you all for listening to this Author Expert Wire podcast brought to you by Annie Jennings PR. Visit AnnieJenningsPR.com to learn how you, too, can enjoy high-powered, no-retainer publicity to build an influential brand and achieve your marketing PR goals and objectives. Till next time.